Welcome to the Ops and Audible's podcast. This is an emergency edition. I'm Matt Prem. We are joined today by 24-7 Sports' Matt Zenitz, who broke the news. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, the Oklahoma quarterback, is now transferring to the University of Oregon. Gabriel was in town this weekend. Uh, Matt, first of all, welcome to the show. I think this is your first time on the show. Welcome to 24-7 Sports. Appreciate um, it. How, why is Dylan... The, the guy for Oregon and why is Oregon the guy for Dylan? Because this happened really quickly and it felt like both guys or both sides said, you're my number one target. Yeah, that's probably what you can imagine. This just, and I think you would agree, this is a really good fit for both sides. It's a good fit in terms of scheme, style of offense, all of that for, for Dylan. And it also makes sense from Oregon's standpoint, why Dylan would be a, a top priority for them. So not to be overly philosophical or anything like that, but the best situations in life are, are what? The ones that make equal sense for, for both parties or, or both sides. And I, I think this is a, a perfect example of that. Um, as we know in, in college football and in other sports, you know, if you have the uh, an elite guy at that most important position, that creates a bunch of other dominoes that will fall your way or could potentially fall your way. What do you feel like the impact is um, – for Oregon the rest of the way in the transfer portal as they now have arguably one of college football's best quarterbacks next season. How enticing does that become for other targets? Uh, what's this momentum create for them in the portal? Because they've got some holes that they have to fill. Yeah. Well, first of all, this this checks a huge box for Dan Lanning and company there, where, as you know, finding a, a portal quarterback was a huge priority, priority number one for, for them. So that first and foremost is a, a huge deal where not only do you find an answer for next season, but you find somebody who's a, a true Heisman level player, Heisman caliber player at that spot. And part, part of what's interesting to go along with that is that there are other portal needs. There, there are other portal possibilities that, that Oregon's going to be in the mix for, including guys that I think are in the process of visiting right now or visiting the last couple of days or whatever it is. But in terms of the, the quarterback position with Oregon, part of what's interesting with them in that spot is that I don't think they're limited to just necessarily bringing in one guy. So Dylan is one year option, have Dylan for one year, but at the same time, there's a real interest and openness there to, if the, the right opportunity presents itself, to maybe being able to find a long-term answer and heir apparent to Dylan at that spot to go along with that. With And you can probably guess where I'm going, Dante Moore. Yeah, Dante being Moore. The, the, the one that, that I'm focusing on, where Dante obviously was a, a top five overall recruit in the, the 2023 class. I'm sure people had people that follow Oregon very much familiar with, with, yeah. with Dante, obviously. But with, with Dante right now, his mindset seems to legitimately be that it just wants to find the, the best situation possible, even if that means having to potentially sit for a year and have, having to wait until 2025 to get his opportunity to go in there and, and start. Went, went through some growing pains this year at, at UCLA as a young guy, but flashed at the same time and clearly has – <laughs> some significant ability there. And that's something that definitely is going to be worth monitoring for moving forward. Just if that can come together with Dante now and to potentially add not only Dylan as a one year option, but to have somebody like Dante as maybe the long term answer at that spot also. And for whatever it's worth, 
Um, the last communication that I had about Dante, which was yesterday, the, the two schools that seems like most likely to get visits at the very least are a combination of Oregon and, and Michigan. So Oregon is definitely a real possibility here away with Dante, not to shift away from like other positions. Like, you Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, that that's kind of where I was going. Um, Dante is supposed to be on campus sometime before Oregon plays its bowl game, maybe as early as next week. Um, that would certainly be an interesting one. And, you know, it's going to create some some decisions that current quarterbacks at Oregon are going to have to make. Ty Thompson, this will be the third quarterback that Oregon has brought in to over-recruit him during his time. What does Austin Novosad do? Does he want to wait a year and, and compete with Dante Moore? Um, they already lost a commitment in Michael Van Buren, which I don't think was too tied into the, the portal transfer targets. But there's going to be a lot of adjusting here for Oregon's quarterbacks currently on their roster and future ones to come. Um, back to, to Gabriel real quick. I, I'm curious. Do you, do you feel like you, you, you mentioned it? Do you feel like he's one of the odds on favorites? Not maybe the, the favorite, but in the discussion for the Heisman, I mean, could Oregon go two years in a row where they've got a, a finalist caliber guy? Is he that level of a quarterback? There's no doubt wait, wait, whatsoever. So, the one big difference with Bo Nix and Dylan is Dil Bo projects better as a next level prospect than, than Dylan does. So Bo is somebody who's legitimately going to have a chance to go in the, the first two rounds of right. the NFL draft. That's a legitimate thing. With, with Dylan, Dylan is more in the category kind of like Jordan Travis at Florida State pre, pre-injury for him where an extremely, extremely good college player that doesn't necessarily project as a an early round draft pick at the next level, but at right. the same time, I, I think anybody that's followed him during the course of the, the last couple of years has seen what he's capable of and accounted for 42 total touchdowns this year at Oklahoma, led led the way as they went from a, a tough year one under Brent Venables to winning 10 games this season. And I think you can make a real argument that he could be the top quarterback in that conference heading into next year, depending on what happens to, with, with J.J. McCarthy. At the very least, if J.J. does come back uh, to, to Michigan for another year, you, you have somebody who's clearly one of the, the top two or so quarterbacks in that conference. And obviously, it always helps from a Heisman perspective when there's team success to go along with that. And this is something now that puts Oregon back in position to have a realistic chance at competing for not only a conference championship, but to be right back in the mix for a playoff spot to go along with that, which – we would do nothing but do nothing but help Dylan in terms of having right. a shot to be in Heisman contention. I was just going to ask, kind of, you know, that's been a, a talking point for Oregon since the Friday loss to Washington and Vegas, and you know the playoff hopes were dashed. Uh, a lot of fans in this fan base felt like this was going to be the year that they would get into that playoff push again, um, and now it's kind of morphed into well, what's Oregon's prospects looking like in the big 10 are they going to be uh, a playoff team are they going to be that that next tier down which is still a good team but that next tier i i think this answers some of that that probably puts them into i agree with you it probably puts them into that discussion of being a college football playoff caliber team they've got some other holes to fill and let's real quick just end there are you hearing anything else of just names to watch positions to watch for for oregon in the portal at all 
Now, there are some obvious names that come up. We'll see what happens right. with the, the Walter Nolan sweepstakes and some situations like, like that. Yet you have set some upper tier players that I, I know Oregon would be interested in trying to, to get in there. Obviously, you have some guys that they're going to need to replace aside from just, just Bo. So this is far from the end in terms of Oregon in pursuit of some high level high level players in terms of the, the portal. I won't bore you with like the full rundown of positions, right. names, or anything like that. The, the quarterback part of it, though, was significant, and that was priority number one, getting that locked in and mission accomplished now. All right, that's uh, Matt Zinnitz of 24-7 Sports. Thank you for coming on the show real quickly on this Saturday morning. Uh, you can go back to breaking news like you always do, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Appreciate you having me on, man.